Hello and welcome to The Culture. My name is Anna. And I'm Mark. And today we are covering our second part of the story of Lori Vallow, specifically the Netflix series called Sins of Our Mother. Um, so to recap, super quick, so we're, we're all on the same page. Oh, also, if you haven't listened to the first episode, go listen to that first. Only makes sense. Because you're going to be like, what's going on? Yeah. Basically, Lori Vallow, Mormon lady, gets really intense with her beliefs and has had four husbands and now we're on husband number four and husband number four has just been shot by her brother Alex okay it's a really intense I did not see it happening this way when you're watching it right I think you're like oh there was a scuffle or like he calls 911 and they're like oh yeah. I sh- and he admits it. Yeah, he goes, I shot my I brother. Sh- I shot him. Yeah, so we're in July of 2019, which is kind of crazy. Like, this is only three years ago. And again, I have no recollection. Because you're oblivious. <laughs> I don't listen to Utah news. <laughs> if this was not Utah news, dude, this was like literally on like Good Morning America, like all that stuff, because the- we'll get there. Okay, so anyways, Alex Cox, Lori's brother, calls the cops, says... I just shot my brother-in-law. We got into an argument. It was self-defense. The person on the phone is like, can you administer CPR? He's like, sure. No, he goes, no. No, no, no. But then she convinces him. I know. Because he's like, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And And she she goes, oh, I'll walk you through it. Right. And he's like, okay. Later, we're going to find out. He did not. So you can put together what you will with that. So on the body camera footage, which is so crazy to see all the body camera footage and all of this I know, I don't, series. I don't really, like, I don't like it, but I also feel like it's like a peek through the right. curtain. Because you can see the layout of the house. It shows, yeah. I mean, it kind of blurs it out, but you can see the body laying on the floor. So Alex on this body cam footage is just like, yeah, I shot him. Like, he's so nonchalant. Super chill when the cops roll in. Which, again, cops deal with this every day. Right. They have to know. Right. Then... But they don't. That's what's crazy. So then Lori, Lori took Charles, her husband, who is now shot and dead, his rental car, and she took her son JJ to Burger King and then school. Which like, they have footage of that too. Yeah, she's not. No she's hurry. She's not bothered. Well, she's in not a hurry to get back either. No, not bothered at all. She's laughing in parts of the interview, and she's not at all upset. She does not ask if he's okay. She's not like, oh my god, like. I can't believe this happened. Is he all right? Is he going to survive? She's like, oh, well, like sh- not bother. And Tylee's pretty chill too. Yeah. Now here's my, what do you think about, so Tylee, the daughter, she's kind of corroborating some of her mom's story. But she is there too. Like she's at a murder scene. Right. As a child. And she's chill. I don't think, I don't think it went down like this. I think that they. Pieced it, sliced it. Yeah. She, I, don't, I was either thinking that or like she's just so used to trauma and chaos right. that she's dead on the inside. Maybe. It's sad. She seemed like a sweet girl though. For sure. So according to Tylee, her mom and Charles started getting into a verbal argument. Tylee steps in the middle of them with a baseball bat. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Then... They leave the house. Alex claims that Charles hit him in the back of the head with this baseball bat. Well, he says that he has a, like, ble- he's bleeding. 
from the right. back of his head. But we actually have no idea who did that. Like, I could totally see him have boom, boom, shot him, and then have Lori hit him in the head afterwards. I was thinking something, because when you look at him and he's out there, and he's kind of holding the back of his head... Bro, not, not in pain. Not in pain and definitely not, not small. And definitely not blood. Like you would imagine like, oh, trauma yeah. from a baseball bat? No. Mm-mm. And isn't even as she's walking through the story, oh, I went back into my room, which was like through the house, got my gun out of my case, came back out. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't and like I don't know. It's just it's so the Alex's claim is that this was in self defense, but like your head is not that bad. And also, why are you shooting four times? Like, if it's just in self-defense, why don't you shoot him once? Yeah, they said he blasted him in the see chest. See what happens. Yeah. No, no, no. You're going, boom. You're, you're shooting to kill. Yeah. You know? So, police just accept this story. And they um, release him. Like, he wasn't arrested. I know. There is not a lot of, like... They're not investigating. No. They're just like, oh, okay, sounds good. And it seems super shady, even as like on the outside. So I can only imagine what it felt like being there in the moment. He's way too chill for someone who just shot somebody. Oh, yeah. And so is she. So here's what's worse, okay? So this is how you know she's a freaking liar. Lori calls her son, Colby, and tells him that Charles died of a heart attack. If you're not hiding something, why are you lying? Wait, wasn't the text first? No. She calls her son first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. The other family. Yeah, so she calls her son first, and she says he died of heart attack. Then she texts Charles' sons. Like like group text. Hey, guys, sorry to tell you, but your dad is dead. I couldn't. (laughs) My jaw dropped. And she doesn't say, like, how. No. She just says, your dad's not with us anymore. Um, I love you all. Like, and, sorry. And then straight ghost mode after and that. They, and they're texting her like, what happened? Like, oh my God. She's not responding to them. They're sending her messages like, there's no way you're too busy to be answering our texts right now. Like, what the fuck is going on? Remember, she was ready to kill Ned. Ned Schneider. Ned Schneide. <laughs> and so Ned is gone now. now. Even her response, she's like, she finally does end up responding or something. I remember. And yeah. it's. It's very like dismissive. She says she's waiting on the medical examiner. It's Insane. It's so in- untrue. Then she tells her son's school, which remember, this is this is Charles' bio relative, JJ. Yeah. The autistic yes. adoptive son. She tells the school that he committed suicide. Right. So now we have so now three stories. Story number three. Yes. And then she goes the next day and tries to do what? Cash in Cash his is life insurance life policy. Insurance policy. Insane. Psych. Psych. Because Charles changed it and she was removed. So, so she fire. was pissed. So fire. So then when she learns this, she texts Chad, her little illicit lover, who they're Mormon. It's so crazy. She texts Chad, it must have been Ned who changed the policy before we got rid of him. Classic Ned. And then Chad says... This is another step in bringing down the Gadiantons, especially Brandon. I don't know who Brandon is. Well, when you have all these alter egos of these very strangely named demonic people <laughs> who live inside you. Brandon is the Brandon demon. and Ned. I'm like, dude, I don't know who to trust anymore. So then 
right after Charles is killed, she says she has to be careful because people are after her. And she convinces her daughter, Tylee, of this too. And this is like where I feel it follows along like the classic blueprint. Like you, you build yourself up mm-hmm. into being this thing and then it turns on you right. and then you are the victim and the attacked. And so you start now acting out of like desperation all the time. Right. So Lori moves Tylee again. They were in Arizona. So she says that they're moving so that Tylee could go to school. Why can't she go to school in Arizona? I don't know. But Tylee was upset, according to her grandma. And the next morning they move from Arizona um, because Tylee believes they're in danger too. And I believe that they moved. I can't remember exactly where they moved, but I think they moved to um, Idaho. It was the Idaho move. Yeah. So now Colby, side side story, Colby and his wife get pregnant and they have a little daughter. Her name's Riley. So he starts kind of focusing on his own family and he's just, you know, it happens. Like, But also like my mom's crazy, I'm out. Right. But it's hard because he still loves his siblings. Yeah. So he texts his sister a birthday text, Tylee. Tylee. And her and response is weird. Questionable at best. It's like weird grammar that she wouldn't use people do have like that text language right like you know what how people are going to respond right like if someone if someone responded as me and was putting all these emojis and like weird things you'd be like this is not on yeah there's something strange (laughs) going on here because i'm very like to the point texter. i'm like okay like people might think i'm even like rude yeah because i just i'm like but you know though yeah 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 so he's like something's off here and he is like, what the hell, mom? Like, I want to talk to Tylee on the phone. She's like, she's fine. Like, don't worry. So then he calls her out via text. He's like, I don't think this is Tylee texting me. And all of a sudden, phone is shut off. You can't reach it anymore. So Colby's wife, I love when the wives investigate. They're like, oh, dude, they do keyboard warriors. <laughs> the women get it done. They're like, I need to know what's going on. There are no secrets. (laughs) No. So his wife starts investigating and she finds Lori's podcast. Remember Feel the Fire? Yes. Which, by the way, I did look it up. Couldn't find it. Oh, it's been taken. I mean, I guess you can't. Yeah. You can't leave that up, huh? (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. And so she starts putting the pieces together. Because if you recall, when Charles and Lori were having issues, Charles sent out this email to the whole family member clearing out all the dirty laundry like Lori's crazy she thinks she's a goddess like she thinks I have a demon in me named Ned like all this stuff so Colby's wife is like oh crap it's correct and she found these family history documents of Lori's um where Lori calls her own daughter a dark spirit so remember we got that Yeah, we had the rank, but we have like... 60 to 6L. And now we got rankings, right? Yes. This is a doc that has all of the rankings so on it. Tylee is a 4.1 dark spirit. Because everybody on her right side does have light spirits. Tylee is the one that sticks out. Right. So this list was sent by Chad to Lori and was assigning people as dark or light. So if you're dark, if you're on the dark side, you're a zombie and your spirit is trapped and the only way to free your spirit is to kill the, the host body, basically. So we know how this is going to go. Right. And like it's, it's not just her name. There's like 12 people on oh, this yeah. list. Basically, anybody who's like, hey, Lori, you're being crazy, they're dark spirits. Yeah. 
So then Chad says that there are 20,000 zombies. So the numbers. I don't I understand where these numbers are. The specificity, come from. I'm telling you, it creates legitimacy. <laughs> I just think it's so it's so wacky. Like how there's only 20,000 bad people in this whole world. I know, it's not very many. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Hey, legit there could be 20,000 zombies <laughs> on this earth and I would not know. That's true. That's true. So he and Lori, they call them Zs. And their goal is to start eliminating zombies. So Lori and her brother Alex and Chad. So now Lori's brother Adam, remember Adam was the one who was kind of like working with Charles. And um, when he was working with Charles, they started turning against him. And so they now say that Adam is a zombie. And her and her brother Alex are talking about their other brother, Adam, saying how they need to basically kill all of their family because they are now zombies too. I mean, this is like sort of master plan type stuff. Yeah. Like it's sort of like things were mentally getting crazy and now it's, we have to put these things into action. Yeah. You know what? She's a woman on a mission. (laughs) So then I, I wrote, someone tried to shoot Brandon. Who the fuck is Brandon? <laughs> but Brandon is named Brandon Boudreau. And he is the ex-wife of Lori's niece, Melanie. Ex-husband. Yes. So Lori's niece, Melanie, was married to Brandon. They are getting divorced or whatever. And so someone just does a drive-by shooting on this little white Mormon dude. It's so crazy. Like, it's just not like... And like they have, again, you see the footage. Yes. Not of the not of the shooting, but you see the aftermath. Like, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, I think it's my ex-wife's crazy he goes, family he goes, do you think podcast. It, is, do you think anyone wants to harm you? And he's like, well. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, Chad, okay, so like they're trying to eliminate the zombies. They're, they're taking them off one by one, okay? Now, Chad is having prophecies that his wife, Tammy, is going to die in a car crash. Well, fun fact, you're wrong. The prophecy's wrong. <laughs> Weird. So then, weirdly, in, like, October, or maybe a little bit before that, a man in a ski mask comes in and attacks her, Tammy, Chad's wife, who, remember, Chad is the one having an affair with Lori. Some dude in a ski mask comes in, attacks tammy and shoots her with a paintball gun and then runs out the door i know i is it chad no i don't think it's chad i think it's alex it could be alex i think it's Lori's brother alex seems like the kind of guy who would not be able to get a job done so then now chad says his wife tammy is a demon or whatever and that she's in limbo oh here it is okay and that he's going to kill her to release her from a demon named? Uh, I got nothing. Viola. Viola. Again, <laughs> baby name books. I don't know what we're doing with these demons. <laughs> They're not like, like the girl who's in the, there's a girl who's going to join the cult named Zulima. And it's like, I would say that's more of a demon name For that sure. I would think of than Viola For or sure. Ned. And I'm also not familiar <laughs> with all of the spirits in the LDS faith, but I do think that there are some crazy names. That's true. So why are we going with Ned? I don't know. (laughs) So then in October 19th of 2019, okay, 
Tammy, his wife, dies. Weird circumstances. They don't really know exactly how. Chad gets $430,000 after her death from the life insurance policies. And now Chad starts, here we go. Here's another cult, cult tick. Starts arranging marriages of their followers. So this follower, Zulema, he marries her to Alex. Right. I mean, sort of a, like a thank you. It's in the cult playbook. Yeah. No, it's because it, you control everything. I know, but like he's been pretty faithful to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, a thank you to Alex. Yeah, thank yes. you to Alex. Like, hey, mm-hmm. shots to you. Here's a wife. Mm-hmm. Melanie, Lori's niece, also marries this other follower named Ian Pulowski after two weeks. Yeah. Love is love. Now, they believed that the world was going to end on July 22nd, 2020. Almost got it. <laughs> <laughs> Six days after my birthday. It just, it, those things are just like, it's so ballsy yeah. to, to hang your hat on like this one thing, because then when it doesn't happen, you have nothing left to say. That's why I'm, that's why I think though, like, I really think they believe their own BS. I really do. Because if you didn't, how would you say things like that? You can't make those big claims, you know? I don't know. So then JJ's grandma her, his bio grandma, Kay. Yeah. She's like, where's my grandson? She starts going full grandma mode. Yeah. She's like, where is my grandson? She does some snooping and she finds out that they are now in Rexburg, Idaho. And the police go and do a welfare check and they make contact with Alex Cox and Chad Daybell. And when they go in, Alex looked to Chad for what to say because it was like, that's his leader. He didn't, he didn't want to say anything to upset his leader. And so they lie and say that, um, the, the child JJ is in Louisiana with his grandma Kay. And it's funny because the, the cops literally say, well, that's interesting because Kay's the one who called us. So then Lori claims that JJ is actually with her friend Melanie Gibbs in Arizona, who was who was the lady who had the soft voice on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Now Melanie's pissed. Well, she has no idea because they go to, don't they call? They, they call go her to they go. House. They go to her house, right? And and she's like, no, he's not here, because she's, I think she was like into the apocalyptic beliefs, but she wasn't in the cult. It seems. She was definitely early ride or die. Yeah. And then it started getting a little bit too much. Right. And she's like, why would you do this to me? Why would you put me in that position? Right. Now, mind you, all of the members of the cult, so Zulema, Alex, Chad, Lori, and Melanie, and um, uh, Ian, they are all living in this one apartment complex together in Idaho. Yeah. It's like, a hey, again, a little mini compound. Yes. Please go back the next day. No one is there. Everything is gone. Detectives then go to Colby's house looking for his siblings. Like, do you have your brother and sister here? He's like, what the? No, I don't. Where are they? Like, he's very concerned. December 20 of 2019. So this is almost three years ago. Exactly. This becomes a national story. Like I said, I know this (laughs) is a wanted poster. GMA today. It's on all those things. This is the Amber alert text that I ignored (laughs) because the kids are missing. Colby, now, this is kind of weird. Colby starts making these videos on, like, YouTube. Kind of 
kind of strange. Like, I I get it. Like, it seems like he was totally innocent, but like, and I guess this goes to show like you just don't know how you're gonna respond in a situation like this. But it, I could see as an outsider, he looks like he's inserting himself. Like, why is he doing this? True. He was really close to Taylor, especially. Or right. Tylee, I mean. But then you also get, like, I mean, it just goes to show you, like, when this actually happened. Like, YouTube is the is the thing. Right, Sharing right, stories, right. forwarding stuff on IG, yeah. all of those things. Like, that's how things are getting spread. And he's like, I'm going to go the easiest way for this to make right. happen. So he's just saying, like, Tylee, if you're out there, JJ, if you're out there, like, I love you. Like, please, like, know that I'm here. Like, he was kind of in the thought process of, like, Maybe someone took them, and if they see this, they'll have hope or yeah. whatever. So then they exhume Chad's wife, Tammy's body, because things are getting sus. And so Zulema learns from Alex, her husband, okay? There's a million people in here, so are it's you following me? I am. Okay. So Zulema, one of the followers, learns from Lori's brother, Alex, who is her husband, that he's being their fall guy because of something he did or because of something they did. So that basically it seems like Lori and uh, Chad are going to blame everything on Alex. Yeah. They're removing themselves from this. And again, like if he's the trigger man, so to speak, like that's what happens. Right. So the day after Tammy is exhumed, Alex dies of a blood clot. Hey, it'd be like that sometimes. So then a search warrant is issued to Chad Daybell's house. The family then dips out of Idaho. They're like, bye. Which I don't understand how you do these things. Like, how do you just leave when you have a search warrant going on at your house? It does seem like it's, I mean, maybe you just assume because of movies, like that everyone's just so on it and it's the only thing that they're focused on. But I don't know. I mean, it's so weird. So then the children are, it's January. No one has seen these children. So it's January of 2020. Nobody has seen these children since September. I know. Now I feel like a terrible parent because I didn't know the story was taking place. I'm like, oh, it was a week. No, it was so long. Yes. So investigators are now tracking them because they're like, where the fuck are these kids? Yeah. And they find them in Kauai. Kauai! On vacation! Getting married on the beach. Insane. She's just unbothered. They're unbothered. They, the, the response, I mean, and reporters and paparazzi are asking questions and trying to figure this out. And She's they're like, just like, I'm just as, having a great time. Cool as cucumbers. Ugh. So then she gets served a search warrant. She's smiling. I don't like her. <laughs> Good assessment of character, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like. But this is where I'm like, is she full on crazy? Yeah, I mean, it, it, or it, the Kauai thing threw me a little bit. Like, you couldn't have been any more off, like, the reservation. But then, but, but then, if you're that crazy, how do you get the funds to go to Hawaii? How do you book the plane? How do you have your, all that shit? Well, and over? then, like, what is Chad? Like, you're okay? Like, he's sort of the... I think he actually, uh, I don't know. He I might be the mastermind. Know. I don't know. I don't know. So then they arrest her because her kids are not there. This is before, after she served like a, you have X amount of days this to produce after. children. So that was in Kauai. Okay. Yeah. Like, like they say you have, like, you got three days to give us your kids, which is like, why do you get three days? I know you have to produce children in three days. Yeah. 
And then they're like, we're going to arrest you. So then they arrest her. Because she doesn't produce kids. Correct. So then they But the news back. is watching. And like all this footage of the news stories is like, today's the day. Today's the day. Is she going to produce kids? This and this. It's just so crazy. Okay. So now we're in episode three. Episode three is titled A Mother Knows. This is our last episode. Okay. So f- we see pictures of Chad and Lori's lovely wedding in Kauai. It's cringe, right? By the way, this is a week after Tammy died. I know. Or like so two crazy. weeks. It was 13 days. It's okay. like the it's like the classic like white white Hawaiian wedding Ugh. like it just looks it's not it it's no, not it for me no offense move. to anybody but like this was definitely not it no so Lori ordered this ring that she was gonna wear before Tammy was dead I mean it's there was no doubt right so then Lori's in jail and she's in her jumpsuit jumpsuit and they're at like an arraignment she smiles at Kay. Uh, Woodcock, the the grandparents the of JJ, yeah. and she's she's smiling in the court, and she's just keeps on staring back at Chad and like looking at him and making googly eyes. So I do think I do think that Chad was the leader. I think she was crazy, and I think it just fueled this like weird love, intense passion, fueled with religious fanaticism, and they just he I think he kind of used her. Totally agree. I think it all had to happen in the right place at the right time. And it could have been anybody else. Right. But it just, it, it worked so well. Right. So then Colby looked at Chad and he like kind of like punked Pumped. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chad kind of cowered. So then Colby calls the jail and we hear this audio between Colby and his mom. And he's like, I don't understand why you do why you did this. And Lori says to her son, what is it exactly that you think I've done? And yet she brings up the story of Abraham and Isaac. I know. Like, again, so, this is the crazy part. So, so for our listeners, can you just give a brief synopsis of that story if they don't know what that is? So early biblical story, like we have this... What it what ends up being a sort of like a test, yeah. right? A test of faith. Right. So dad takes son up into the mountain. Because God told him. Because God told him. You're and then basically says you need to sacrifice your son. Yeah, Isaac. For your basically for your to prove your, you know, your dedication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do it. Yeah. And then God's and like, then God stops him. JK. Yeah. He's just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> he said, literally, thank took God. Took that a little too yeah, far. <laughs> thank God. But he was willing to do it. Right. This idea that you're willing to like go to the nth degree to prove your dedication. So that's my thing though. It's like, you're saying, what do you think I've done? And then brings up Abraham and Isaac. I know. It's like, you're saying what you've done. I know. So I think she's crazy. I think she's crazy and she's being used. I don't think she, that makes her... Um, not responsible. I think she's a hundred percent responsible, but I do think that there's some mental. It does feel like stuff. a cop out, though, a little, huh? Which yeah. again, you're the psych girl, so it you does, probably it, have more sympathy it, than I it do. It does, but and I, that's what I'm saying. I still think she's responsible. I think she should go to prison. Like I don't think. Yeah. I don't know that a mental health facility is going to just rehabilitate her. I think she's bad. Yeah. So, anyways. Her, her, Lori's mom and sister, like, are in disbelief. They're like, she's no way she did this, whatever. They go on TV, national TV, and they defend her. Later, the grandma, her mom is like, I was wrong. And it's like, it's kind of sad. Like, this poor woman, she's just, she has love and faith in her child. And so she's trying to 
do what she thinks is right, but it's uh, it's not right. I know it was it was really weird. It or it's almost it kind of felt like these shows were really like just sucking this up for ratings. I don't know. Like it was yeah. cringy for them to even be on there. Right. I don't understand how you're like, oh, you know, it's going to be really great TV. This. So then, okay. So then investigators are doing, they're investigating and they find a picture from Lori's iCloud on September 8th, 2019 of them at Yellowstone. Okay. National park. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? I have not. I've I'd love there. to go. It's cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not amazing. But it's cool. Okay. Hey, take it easy. I was pretty pissed because I did not see any like No geyser. Buffalo. Oh, you see any geyser though? I saw the geyser. Yeah, the geyser goes off like every ten minutes. Yeah, it's cool. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. You ever watch the buffalo when they hit like hit people? I wanted to see Buffalo. You're, you can't okay, this is what I was told. You gotta go right when the season opens. Hmm. Because that's when they've been roaming the whole time and humans haven't been around, so they're a little bit more Lucy Goosey. Have you seen him when they get too close? Yeah. Oh, Buffalo do Buffalo shit. Don't, don't, don't They're be my Buffalo favorite. in the Buffalo. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see them. I don't want to interact. Uh, but yeah, that's a good call. Stay in your car. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So anyways, finds a picture of them September 8th, 2019. Proves <laughs> that they are alive on, that, on date. that date. And then they see that Alex Cox's phone has GPS and that um, a day or so later... He's in Chad Daybell's backyard for over two hours. Which is crazy. If you think that people don't know where you are, bro, then know everything. Dude, one of the things that's so crazy, I I listened to this podcast to Live and Die in LA, the first season. Oh yeah, that one's good. Oh my Super god. Good. The first season shook me. I was like, they know where we are at all times. All times. All times. It's crazy. For everyone who's like, I don't want anyone to bro, it's over. They know. Like, they hey, know just don't do weird stuff yeah. and you'll be fine. <laughs> right. So then Chad, Chad tell, remember this is before Tammy's dead. Chad tells his wife, oh, I killed a raccoon that was in the backyard and I buried it in our pet cemetery. They see this text now. The investigators see this text. So this is January. They're seeing texts of Chad sending things to his now deceased wife prior to her being deceased that, oh, weirdly I killed this animal and now it's buried. That's why there's like a dirt mound in the backyard. Right, which they've, like visually, like they kind of live on a little bit of like a compound sort of, a lot of land, a lot of openness, not a lot of stuff around. So to paint the picture of where they live. So now we're in June of 2020, okay? Police go to the Daybell residence, Chad's house, with a search warrant. He's on the phone with Lori and he tells her the police are searching his property and that he's not okay. Okay, so here's my question, Mr. Prophet. How did you not see this coming? For sure. <laughs> also, at your house? Stupid. You're so dumb. Hey, be better at being bad. <laughs> it's so bad. They're so stupid. I mean, like, it's a good thing, right? For but, sure. Like, they're so dumb. Anywhere else, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to do it in my pet cemetery. Yeah, attached to my house. <sighs> anyway. But thankfully, they are dumb. And, Yeah. So they find human remains. No, on could, well, she says something along the lines of like, is this going to be okay or something? And he goes, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Like, and it's like, dun, dun, dun. Like, yeah. what are they going to find? Yeah. So they find human remains on Chad's property and they arrest him. Uh, guess who it is? It's JJ and Tylee. Yeah. So then the August 3rd, 
2020, he is charged with destroying evidence. Melanie Gibb, who was the friend who they called and were like, hey, can you say JJ's with you even though he's not? She goes on the stand. She she says that Chad called her and that he told her that the Rexburg police were going to call her and to not pick up. He also told her that they were inquiring about where JJ was and that she was going to say that JJ was with her. And she said, is JJ not at Kay's house? And she asked him if he was nervous and he said yes. So Melanie is like going in on them. She's like, they started doing weird shit. Well, writing's on the wall now, right? Like, And also, Melanie had this boyfriend named David. And Lori and David are not vibing. So Lori said to David that he was a zombie. Well, this is your go-to now. Yep. And she had Alex um, come and get him. Then she's determined to be incompetent to stand trial. So... They're both charged with a murder eventually. I don't the I don't think the thing has done that though yet. No. Like I don't think their trial has like gone I don't through. think so either. Like I'm pretty sure it hasn't. So, in addition to all of that fun stuff, um these were some things I found on their beliefs because the documentary didn't really No, I was cover waiting for much. like like a uh, uh, behind the scenes, like here's where it was. I mean, this right. was much more of a murder, right? Mystery than it was a you oh, know cult. Trial date has been set. Uh, um, let's see what day it is. What day? They are going to be going to trial. I love when I have to scroll down a whole bunch. So here's what I feel. I feel bad for the Mormons. I don't know why I have to keep saying that on this podcast. Well, because there's a lot of cult adjacent stuff. To they the get blamed for a lot of stuff. Right. Not blamed. I should say they get cre- uh, wrongfully credited with right. a lot right. of these groups that just because this is the basis is not them. Well, yeah, exactly. But I do think that their beliefs lend. Lend. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Because when you say that there's a living prophet... That opens the door for anyone to be like, it's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, okay. So the trial is supposed to take place on April 3rd. Of next year? Of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So here's some other notes I found. These come from some um, uh, news articles by KJZZ and CheatSheet.com. Um, at its max, there was about 10 members. Small potatoes. So this is small. Small potatoes. But that's this is so crazy, like how destructive such a small group can be. Yeah, I like, think we've got Charles. Right, how many murders? We got Charles dead, Tammy dead. So four kids, four people dead by murder for sure. Yeah. Alex is dead because he dies of a heart attack or blood, blood clot. clot. Uh five that we know. That's crazy. That's a lot. They, they made short work. <laughs> so their beliefs are loosely based on Mormon beliefs, the LDS. They believed in reincarnation, though, and that Lori was a goddess sent to bring in the second coming of Christ. I do not, in my understanding of LDS beliefs, that's not really a belief. Like, they believe that we had, like, we were created in this primordial world, mm-hmm. like normal Mormons, 
But the, I don't think they believe like, hey, I was Sarah in my last life. Like they don't believe in that. Yeah. But these cult members do. They also believe. <laughs> Easy. We treat all beliefs with respect. This, no, this is Lori's belief. She believes she has special powers such as teleportation and that she could teleport between Arizona and Hawaii. So what's the plan for? Hey, should have <laughs> hey, used it, huh? Could have saved some money. Chad believed he could travel to other realms. Um, Melanie Gibbs, who was their former friend and follower, she said that they got far followers by giving them like half info and love bombing them. Um, so we have already talked about the scores, but the scores included a bunch of things. So you got your light dark score. Okay. LD. You also get a score of how many lives you've had. And I don't know if it's better to have more or less. I don't know. You also get a vibration score. Don't ask me what that means. And you also get a trustworthy score. <laughs> They're like, do we like them? <laughs> so those, I guess, with high enough vibrations were deemed to be translated. They called them translated. And they said that they had special powers. They believe that people were zombies that who were the six D's or whatever, and that their bodies and souls were overtaken by demons. And they would spend their time praying to free the zombies and believe that when their body died, their souls would be freed from limbo. They also believe that once a person becomes exalted, <laughs> they can't be held accountable for actions on earth. Dude, I'm trying to hit that. <laughs> They're like, so everything we did. Just whatever. Doesn't matter. Roll with it. Okay, here's some fun thing that I never had seen before. So Lori, remember how Lori was like, me and the angel from and I, we'd be talking all yeah. night long. Yeah, I can't. On <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep because this guy's keeping me up. So she believes that she is sealed, eternally married to the angel Moroni. So they be up all night. They be up. <laughs> um, Lori also believes that she is... <laughs> I can't. She is Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism's natural grandmother. And, and that she is a god assigned to carry out the work of the 144,000 high priests who will administer the everlasting gospel at the end of the world. I mean, that's how you create legitimacy. I don't know how that works. I mean, hey, this is why you bring in reincarnation. It's all fun and games. It is. Until <laughs> you end up in jail for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Pretty clear on the verdict, right? Pretty clear. Uh, if... Imagine. Oh, I couldn't. Okay, I got If she be... just goes, bye, and she's in Kauai. <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe she's right. Then maybe she's right. <laughs> Could you imagine? I couldn't. I couldn't imagine anything. What if she's just like a, like a magician? Like she goes, and, and then she has like gone. a vanishing powder. Anything other than just the full, what, I don't know where they're going to be charged at, either in Arizona or in Idaho. Like. It's going to be hard to get them a fair trial because. Oh, it's over. Everybody's like. Oh, it's over. You're bad. Hey, call your boy. I'm not busy. I'll sit <laughs> yeah, on that trial. You don't know. I'll sit on that trial. <laughs> you don't know anything. They need a bunch of Mark Tackets. Yeah, it's going to be real rough. Yeah, so I I really couldn't find much, but I really think it's because their ideology was quite, it was like it was very specific in some ways, and then super vague, but also not written down anywhere. Right, it's just kind of like we believe that there are bad people and they're gonna come and there are zombies and that's how you you know that you have someone like in your pocket when you 
you don't have to have any proof other than just what I say. Right. I'd be like, listen, show me the book where it says that, and then we can have a conversation. Right. But these people are so enthralled with Lori and Chad that it's like... But the thing is, is that Chad wrote books based on his supposed near-death I guess that's experiences. True. So they, they like deem him as an authority. That's true. I guess you are creating a legitimacy through your near death. I mean, like I, I kind of get it to that extent. So that's why I think like they should definitely be tried equally. Like she shouldn't. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to play this out. Cause he clearly murdered his wife. Like there's just no way. Yeah. And then like, do they end up turning on each other? Oh, I would love to see Ooh. it. I would love to see it. Is the trial you, you want, but don't want. Cause it's super yeah. sad. Have you watched the new Casey Anthony thing on? No, I can't. It's a lot. It is a lot. But I gotta say, it did create some reasonable doubt in my mind that she did it. See, this is okay. This is a hot take. Listen, and you guys are free to disagree. Like, I am not swayed. I think that she had something to do with her child's death, but the case they make against her dad being a creepo. Strong. Yeah. So, this is like the serial thing, right? Right. Like where you you hope that shedding light on things gets to truth. Right. And but it also exposes like I wanna say like how bad the court system is, but like yeah. how these things can happen. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I think the biggest thing with that whole case is that like regardless of if she did something or not, she did not report her child's absence who was a like a two-year-old yeah it's tough right 30 days and and her claim in the show spoiler alert is that her dad was abusing her like her whole life and the dad found the little girl dead or her she was like so soaking wet or something and she came in and and she was freaking out and she he's like it's fine i i got it taken care of but it's like she's saying how she doesn't trust her dad her whole life but then she just trusts her dad when he's like, I got this. Yeah. Like it doesn't, I don't know. It's above my pay grade. Ugh. I My mental pay grade. It's wild. I can't go too deep into some of those it things. It was wild. I like to sleep at night. I can't believe that she like walks around. It's nuts. I would legit like, she can't because she's a felon. Can we? She lied to police. Can we get her on the show? <laughs> hey, Casey. <laughs> Are you busy? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that. Dude, um, what a ride, 2022. I know. Wait, you need to you need to rate these guys. That, this is not a cult. This is it's a like psychopath. A cult mini. Is, dude, you're a 10, bro. You murdered <laughs> children. Like, right, right. This is beyond. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we could Maybe do. We could start like, some low balls next year. Every person, every parent should get to punch you in the face once before <laughs> we convict you. I don't know. Like, whatever the worst punishment is, that's what we should get to do. That's insane. Yeah. The way that they describe how they found the bodies. Like children. He was wearing the same PJs in this oh, video. I almost lost it, and they showed the picture. I was just like, oh, same and pajamas. It's also so sad because this kid is like, ugh. It's tough. Yeah. Is this is one of the worst ones? R.I.P. Yeah. So yeah, um, this is it for 2022. That's how we wrap it up. So we will see you guys in the new year. Have a great holiday. Be safe. Don't drink too much. And definitely don't drink the food. <laughs> See ya.